So Money Episode 161, Ask Farnoosh. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Karabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Welcome back to So Money, episode 161, Ask Farnoosh. I'm your host, Farnoosh Tarabi. It's a pleasure to have you join me this Sunday. Fathers out there, happy Father's Day. A uh, little shout out to my son as well, Evan. He turns one today, and we are actually in Pennsylvania celebrating his birthday and Father's Day with our families. So from our family to yours, hope you are enjoying the weekend, enjoying the Sunday, spending some good time with your fathers, your um, your surrogate fathers, your uh, grandfathers, dads. Hope you're having a great spoiled day as well. So it's Sunday. It's the part two of Ask Farnoosh. We've got lots of questions to get to. It's very easy to ask me a question these days. As you know, it's just hop on to somoneypodcast.com, click on Ask Farnoosh, and ask away right there. And we're going to start today's episode with Chili, who asks about flip-flops. Basically wants to know, are, are flip-flops appropriate for the office? Uh, so I'm going to actually read the whole question because it was very poetic. Um, Chili says, the good, the bad, and depending on your taste, the ugly of flip-flops. I am one of those flip-flop wearing people you will see flopping by. Unfortunately, they are not allowed at workplaces and are considered to be informal by fashion authorities, limiting the places where you can wear them. What do you think about this fashion choice for the office? Well, I say every office is different. The culture is different. You have to really understand what your office is okay with and isn't. And a good way to figure out is see what your boss is wearing to work, what the higher-ups are wearing to work. If they're wearing flip-flops on a Tuesday... Maybe then that's your that's your cue. Uh, although I don't think it's that common. And um, you know, I run an office, a very small office. There's three of us, including me, and we dress how we want. I don't have a dress code, but uh, so far, no one's come in with flip flops. And I think I'd be okay with it so long as we aren't like hosting an event or having lunch with somebody um, important or a client, you know, I would, I would prefer to keep that to, uh, a nice sandal or a closed toe, peep toe, but, uh, a old Navy $4 flip-flop is usually not going to fly in any office unless you're maybe working at old Navy. And even then it's probably not, not kosher. So I say, you know, they're super comfortable, but, uh, there's a time and a place for all sorts of fashion. And I don't think work is necessarily the place to be wearing flip-flops, especially of the plastic or cheap variety, um, that are, you can hear the person, you know, coming at you like, you know, 10 yards down the hallway, flop, 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 flop. That's, you know, that's like, you know, that's also as annoying, equally as annoying, I think, are like high heels and men's shoes, like click, 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 click. But um, but I digress. So to answer your question, I like flip-flops. They're super comfortable. They're even fashionable in some ta- in some ways sometimes. But at work, err on the side of being conservative and wear something that is, you know, not a flip-flop. 
Tao says, I would love to hear this woman on So Money. She's Patrice Banks, founder and CEO of Girls Auto Club. She wants to educate and empower women with cars. All right, Taos. Sounds interesting. Patrice, I'll look her up. Uh, if you know her personally, please email me, farnish at somoneypodcast.com, and I'd love an introduction. Ofem asks, I'm interested in, in investing in the stock market. Could you recommend reliable and genuine online courses, books, and other materials that will sharpen my understanding of the stock market? Many thanks. Uh, sure. Well, you know, I'm not the investment expert or the stock market expert. I've had several guests on the show that have either podcasts or courses, newsletters themselves. So I'd refer you to them. One is Frank Curzio. He's got a top podcast in the investing uh, section on iTunes. He has been having a newsletter for decades. He is well researched. He is the he is the guy if you want to learn a lot about investing. And he's got a website, frankcurzio.com. Timothy Sykes is another guest of mine who has been investing since he was like at a, since his bar mitzvah. I think because he took his bar mitzvah money and turned it into a lot of cash. He's been investing forever and has lost money, has made money, and today he's teaching people how they can uh, be savvy investors. So check out Timothy Sykes. And then as far as some websites for learning about the stock market, I would say that check out some investment simulator platforms, some market simulator platforms. I think uh, MarketWatch has one. There are, there are a few out there that will allow you to essentially uh, p- pretend invest in the stock market. And, um, you know, that might be a better way to get your feet wet before you actually put real dollars at stake. And then for books, I would recommend uh, The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. Everyone should read this book, even if you're not that interested in investing. It's actually a really great read. It was originally published in 1949. And I think it was Warren Buffett who said this was by far the best book on investing ever written, period. So if Warren Buffett's recommending this, I feel pretty confident recommending it as well. And so check out The Intelligent Investor and good luck with your foray into investing. Luis asks, I need to make some repairs to my home. I don't have any cash saved. What is the best choice I can make to obtain the resources needed? Loans? Well, Luis, you could go the loan route. And in this case, with a home renovation, you might qualify for a home equity line of credit that could help you with those renovation costs. Now, not a lot of banks offer HELOCs. It used to be more common loan product. But since the mortgage crisis and the financial crisis, banks have scaled back on giving these out. Basically, you will qualify for a HELOC if you have equity in your home. Uh, The value of your home is greater than your mortgage. And that difference is typically your equity. And a HELOC will usually give you a line of credit. Again, and it's, um, it's using your equity as collateral, essentially. And it's using the equity and it's based on the and it's based on the value of that equity and usually not all of it but some most of it 75% 80%. So you could draw on the equity of your home, you could take out a personal loan, the interest rate might be a little higher. You could take out a 0% APR credit card for uh the duration of the renovation and that would only really make sense if you're going to pay off the balance in full before that 0% interest rate expires. And then there are other options like, guess what? Saving. If you don't have the money now, 
Make this a priority in your budget that you want to do this and find trade-offs in your budget, things that you can get rid of to shore up the cash that you need to be able to better afford this renovation. You might not come up with all of the money, but I think some is better than nothing. Or you may, as some of my guests do, and I do sometimes, is find extra revenue streams. So bring in more money to be able to save up for this expense. And I hope you I hope you get there. And another thing I would say is try to maybe not do this now. Summertime is a really busy time for contractors and all sorts of people doing home renovations. Prices tend to be higher in the summertime. People are, you know, out of kids are out of school. It's like an easier time to renovate. So if you can wait till the winter, um, you might find that you have more negotiating power and more options. People are kind of busy right now with projects and you might not get the contractor that you want or the electrician that you want. And so maybe waiting is also a way to save. Good luck. And that's a wrap. Thanks everyone for tuning in this Sunday. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Hope you are having a happy, healthy, relaxing afternoon or morning. Maybe it's middle of the night. I don't know what time you guys listen to this podcast, but in any case, I am privileged to have you with me. Thanks again. Hope your day is so money. Money.